Good evening, ladies. Hello. Look over
It is on. We made it to Retreat 2020 COVID style. Uh, and ladies who are joining us virtually, we're excited. You can participate. And we know you can't see Valanda leading worship, but she's here. And we'll get her in the view. Uh, I have several announcements for you. But before we get started, we're going to do a few rounds of Would You Rather. And all... I'll give you a would you rather. I'll take my mask off. That's probably a lot better. Um, so we're going to start. And I'm going to say, would you rather have your house infested with spiders or your house infested with bees? And then you'll stand up for spiders, stand up, or bees, stand up. So that was an example because I still cannot answer that one. Okay. The first one. Would you rather watch the movie or read the book? So if you would rather watch the movie, stand up. Okay. Yeah. All right, sit down. If you would rather read the book, stand up. Ah. Okay. Here's the next one. Would you rather forget how to speak or forget how to read? So if you would rather forget how to speak, stand up. Okay. If you would rather forget how to read, stand up. Okay, this is one of my favorites. Would you rather have no eyebrows or no eyelashes? So stand up if you would rather have no eyebrows. 
No. Okay. Stand up if you would rather have no eyelashes. Okay, here's another one of my favorites. Would you rather have legs like a frog or a head like a fly? So stand up if you would rather have legs like a frog. Okay, and a head like a fly, anyone? That's a, okay, yeah, Teresa. Okay, okay. Okay, this is my favorite and I have asked every single person I know including today, all of you guys, I'm going to ask you, would you rather age from the neck up or age from the neck down? And just think about it for a minute. Okay. Okay, stand up if you would rather age from the neck up. Okay. All right. Okay, age from the neck down. Yeah. All right. All right, ladies, we are super excited to be here this weekend. I will confess, probably four weeks ago, maybe five weeks ago, I didn't think there was any way we could do it, but here we are, and I'm super excited. Um, some just housekeeping things for bathrooms. If you head downstairs in this way, to the left, okay, if you go to the main office downstairs, this way, below us, through some doors, are some bathrooms. <laughs> They're in this building. You just look, you just have to find them. Or you can go back to your room. Um, if you forgot something this weekend, a toothbrush, toothpaste, a mask, we have extra. If you forgot any of those, find someone in a yellow lanyard. Uh, there's four of us around and we can help you get anything you forgot. Um, tsunami plan. I would never ask anyone to pay closely attention to this plan until this year. This is the year. If you feel the ground shake, get out to Spruce Street right out here and just run. Not, okay, where's the ocean? Okay, run south. Run. Right, okay, my instructions say to tell you not to drive, you may walk or run. And there's, so you can, so take the route south on Spruce or the walking path, probably a running path, and just, just go, but don't chance it this year. Uh, for a schedule overview, on the back of your name tag is a little schedule, it'll kind of tell you what's coming up and where to be. Um, the coffee lovers, where are you guys at? So Saturday morning and Sunday morning, if you're looking for coffee early, it will be available in Pacific Building, which is a second floor in Pacific View Lodge where you checked in. There'll be coffee there from 6 to 7 a.m. and they will only be serving it until it's gone. So if you really are desperate, you'll want to get there at 6 o'clock. Uh, tonight, after session, after small group time, we're going to play a round of bingo in here and you're going to want to participate. We have a free retreat we're going to hand out to the whoever wins all the games or however we figure that out. That is not available for live stream tonight. Sorry, ladies. Um, okay, I, I'm adding something new this year to retreat and I decided earlier today. It's a weekend challenge and it's for one person and I don't know who it's gonna be and I'm gonna let someone volunteer real quick, just one person. 
Just one? Okay. Okay, Sarah. I bought this um, sucker and it has a, um, a, a buck in it. And I would, and if you take a video of you eating this whole thing or just the bug, you win a prize. But you have to show a video of it. I'm so glad you signed up. We also have, uh, I have four little gifts to give away and I'm gonna do a drawing because these were some of my favorite things and I'll explain them in a minute. But first I'll draw someone. Okay, that was you, you already. Okay, Heather Sheldon, where are you? Okay, for every, yeah, you can come up. For everyone wondering where all the toilet paper went at the beginning of COVID, it went to making Christmas toilet paper. So, yeah, yes, that's, yeah. Catherine Lewis, come on up. I have more. I got two more rolls, so. Rachel Jandera. Ho, ho, ho. All right, and Karen Martin. And you get the naughty or nice list. Okay, a couple more things. Uh, zip line, if you guys are interested in going on a zip line, they're gonna offer that tomorrow at three o'clock. So you can sign up downstairs in the main office. There's a sign up and we can have up to like 18 women go. I don't remember how much it is, but it does cost a little bit of money. And I'm gonna give you my cell phone number. And this is to only be used if it's not a life-threatening emergency. And it's just a, hey, I have a quick question. So I'll give it to you if you guys are ready. It's 503. Okay, it's 503-586-4679. I also have one more thing I was told this evening. In your gift bags, there's three essential oils going on. There's a mask spray that is supposed to be good for your lungs and help your mask smell better. There's a, the, the important one is the Tranquil. There's a, one of the oils in there, uh, it's a photosensitive oil, which means if you put it on your skin and then you go out into the sun for two hours, you could get a sunburn. Just, just FYI. And did anyone lose a mask? It was dropped downstairs. Okay, Philanda, you can come on back up. Ladies, let's have a good weekend. Just a super, oh, it's not on, is it? Oh, there it is. Just a super quick hello to our live stream people so they know that there's actually someone over there off their screen in the piano. Oh, hi. <laughs> I mean, unless you don't want to, you don't have to, but <laughs> just a recommendation. <laughs> Let the king of my
just hang for a little bit on that thought and recognize that for some of us, things haven't been very good lately. And this is our opportunity to choose to lean into his goodness um, despite whatever circumstances we've been going through, the things that have been hard in our lives. And so this is our declaration to him that we are going to choose to lean into his goodness when things haven't always been good. So we're just going to sing that a couple more times through and then move on to the, another song. But I just invite you, if if you're not quite feeling like this is a declaration that you can can say authentically, that's okay. If you need to, you can just listen and let other people's words wash over you and just take it in and allow God to minister to you through other people's voices around you. You are a good, good
thank you that you are a firm foundation for us. God, we just want to sit in that truth for a little bit. Help us to take it in as truth. We can trust you. So God, as we move into the next part of our evening this evening, as we listen to Jennifer share her heart, God, would you use her words to build us up in our faith so that we can lean on you and build our lives on you? We can trust you. Thank you that that's true. Amen. This thing is steep. It's like all going to slide off and it's Welcome. I am so glad that you're here. And to those of you who are behind a pole, Feel free to move your chair one way or the other. I will kind of try to stand here. So go ahead and get where you need to get. Sorry about that. Hey, um, my name is Jennifer Roth. If we haven't met before, I am a pastor of Adult and Family Ministries at Salem Alliance, which includes women's ministries. And I was just sitting up front and thinking about how sweet it was to be worshiping with a group of women again for the first time in about nine months. That was pretty special. So... I want to do everything backwards tonight. So the first thing I want to do is thank the team. We always do this the last night, but I need to just tell you who they are. So you already met Morgan. Morgan Tyler is our retreat team leader. She has also, if those of you who don't know this, because it was like in January and then it was all like COVID, uh, Morgan actually works at Salem Alliance now. She's my assistant and we do all of this life together. So we're going to come back to that point in a minute when we talk about masks. Remind me, we're going to talk about Morgan and I. Uh, anyway, we, we, we will. Okay. Uh, um, there were a few, uh, Trudy, Noel, and Sarah. Wave at these guys. Sarah over there, Trudy, Noel, some of they checked you in, or some were standing at the corner in the rain pointing you where to go. Um, thank you. So those four have been the ones, the brains behind your games, your prizes, your really cool goodie bags with your essential oils and all that stuff, all the check-in stuff, getting you ready for things. So those, um, those are the team. And then the secondary team would be those of us who are kind of the programming team here. So Melissa is in the back taking care of all that stuff. Oh, and Michael is Cannon Beach in the back. Thank you, Michael. We don't know you, but we will by the end of the weekend, or at least you'll know us. And then Rachel, wave at people, Rachel. Rachel's coordinating prayer this weekend, and Valanda, you've already met on worship. If you guys need some prayer this weekend, you, here's the deal about this weekend. This is really low-key. This is really, this is not as, pro if you've been to women's retreats before, this is just not as programmed as it's been before. And so if you need prayer, grab me, grab Valanda, grab Rachel, grab your small group leader. Um, speaking of small group leaders, 
you know that when you signed up, there was a variety of ways you could choose to participate in this weekend. So some of you marked a little box that said, solitude, I actually need a weekend on my own. And so that's where you're doing your processing. We'll have our sessions, and then everybody will have some solitude, some space for God. I'll explain that a little bit more later. And then we'll have small group discussion meetings. And when we go to those small group discussion meetings, some of you are still gonna be in solitude. That was your choice. Some of you have just come with a couple friends or a group of four, and you guys are navigating your own way through those group discussion questions because you came, I don't have a list of questions, like you're in charge of your own discussion time because you came with friends and you guys are going to navigate that processing what God is doing this weekend together. And then some of you said, hey, put me in a small group. I'd love to meet other women. I'd love to collaborate with other women. And so we have, we have five of those kind of small groups here on campus and one uh, virtually uh, through Zoom, doing some discussion groups this weekend. So there's a lot of different ways that people are experiencing this weekend. Um, part of that is your assigned seats. I bet you never thought you'd come to a women's retreat and walk in with assigned seats. If you hate your seat, come and talk to me. I'll see what I can do uh, to rearrange. But here's what, and you guys understand what we're up against. Um, we've got to kind of socially distance, but some of you are already in each other's bubbles. And some of you don't have a bubble. And so here's the deal. You need to be comfortable where you're at. And you need to be comfortable with how the weekend is going for you. So if we said, hey, sit here, and you're like, I'd rather sit on the couch, then sit on the couch as long as you're six feet away from somebody else. If we said sit in the front row and you hate the front row, there's an extra back row back there. Okay? So just be mindful of other people. We have you sitting in your small groups for the reason that if you are getting exposed to people you're not usually with, it's just the one group for the weekend. So um, that brings me back to masks and Morgan and I. Okay? Here on the campus, the venue and following all the protocols that they know are asking that we're in our masks whenever we're on campus or if we're in meetings. If you are in your room, you do not need to have your mask on. And I'm guessing that for some of you, you are so tired of masks or you don't even think that we need masks and you're like, what's the problem with masks? And you're going to have to be more patient than you really want to be. And for some of you, you really are pretty COVID careful. You really do believe in masks. You really do think we should be six feet apart. And you're a little uncomfortable with the room we're in right now. And you're going to have to be a little bit more patient than usual. <laughs> Doing life in what is our world right now is a practice in compromise and negotiation and making the space that you need without judging and getting mad at other people. So Morgan and I, we are in each other's bubble. Like we are, we are in each other's space. We're like too close in each other's space sometimes, okay? My daughter babysits her kids. We work together at Salem Alliance. I give her all my recycling so that her kids can make art out of the junk. I mean, like, we really are in each other's bubble. So, like, if you see us closer than six feet to each other and you're like, we're all supposed to stay six feet apart, you don't know. Some people here are siblings. Some people here are. So walk the walk that you need to walk without judging the walk that other people need to walk. Are we good? Okay. As we've been um, praying about this weekend, some of the words that have risen are words like um, respite, uh, banqueting table, unraveling, being unraveled. Um, we desperately need respite from the cacophony of our world. 
Can I invite some of you who just always get on your phone to maybe not look at the news this weekend? To just let your brain and heart have a break and know that it will all still be there on Monday. It will all be there on Monday. Can I encourage you to let your conversations be seasoned with what the Holy Spirit is doing in you and what God is teaching you and not about the things that you're upset about in the world? This last 18 months or so, I've been doing a ton of research on marriage because about two years ago, I became the pastor of marriage ministries at Salem Alliance, and I decided it was important to understand what, you know, to teach about marriage. So I've just been reading and listening and researching everything I can, and one of the people I really respect in this field talks about something that he calls negative sentiment override and positive sentiment override. And what that basically means is if somebody's on your good side, they can't do anything wrong. And if somebody's on your bad side, they can't do anything right. You with me? And in marriage, we can get stuck in a negative sentiment override and it doesn't matter what our spouse does. We just, and then there are things that you can do to practice rekindling your fondness and affection for one another. But in life right now, I think in America right now, some of us have gotten stuck. We've gotten the gas pedal pinned down to the metal on negative sentiment override. And our heads are just spinning with all the things that aren't going well. And I would challenge you this weekend to sit with God and to ask him, what does it look like for me to get back to positive sentiment override towards the life that you have given me, the way that you have created me, and the world that you have placed me in? What does it look like to practice our trust, to practice our hope, to practice our listening in this place of respite so that we might be able to have a weekend that, that realigns us with the hope that God gives us? That's what this weekend is about. Take heart, finding hope when life is unraveling. And I don't know why your life is unraveling right now. I know the universal reasons that are unraveling. Do we need to list them and name them? I, we're talking about positive sentiment override. Let's, let's not go to the universal things that are unraveling. But in your own life, I don't know what you bring with you to this weekend. For some of you, it might be a grief so deep that you just feel like it's a chasm that is going to open up and swallow you whole. It's just a loss. And, and you, you, do, you put one foot in front of another and you get out of bed every morning, but you're not actually sure how you're even functioning or doing that. For some of you, it is just a frazzled sense of frenzy that life is just so busy. Can I see a show of hands? How many of you are home with kids between the ages of zero and five right now? Okay, just you have permission to go back to your room and lay down and not come back to anything for the rest of retreat. You just like... You just like don't even need to listen to me right now. Just like take a deep breath and yeah. That sense of I don't know how long I can do this. I don't I don't like I don't know how to do today. Okay? So you have 48 hours right now that nobody needs you. <laughs> nobody is pounding on the bathroom door when you're trying to get some solitude. <laughs> just rest in that, you guys. Maybe for you it is a marriage issue and there's somebody that you care about desperately and it's just kind of fallen off the rails and you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know how it gets better and, 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 you're, and you're unraveling. Maybe it's loneliness. You've been isolated for a long time 
and you live alone and you are just so desperate for people and you're so glad to be here. And the, the place that you're coming from, the place that is unraveling in you is, I know myself as far as who I am in relationship to others and I've been isolated for eight months. I need people. I need people who know me and see me and care about me. For some of you, the thing that's unraveling is your church. Your church hasn't met in months. I could go on and on and on and I couldn't hit all of them. But whatever is unraveling in your life is not a mystery to God. He sees it. He knows it. He's paying attention. And I think this weekend he wants to speak to some deep places in each of us about, um, we're going to sing a song at the end of tonight that starts with, you unravel me with your melody. What if we could take this season of life that we are in and we could have an expectation that God is actually the one unraveling things in us that need to be let loose so that he could bring his healing and his hope and his maturity and his growth and his transformation in us? What if the struggles and the challenges that we are facing daily are the very things that is going to form us into the women that God made us to be? I have three kids. They are 19 almost 18 and 14, two boys and a girl. And I hate it when they're disappointed. I hate it when things don't go their way. I hate it when they're on the sports team and the coach doesn't put them in the game. And I, I know they're the best one out there, so why doesn't the coach see that? I hate it when their hearts are hurt. And so as I've been a parent, I find myself praying, um, you know, God, make this happen or make that happen or make this person be nice or these girls not be mean. Oh, do you guys know about mean girls? <laughs> Did I mention that my daughter's 14? And just praying that God would do something in somebody. God doesn't control us. He chose in the garden not to control us and he doesn't control others. And he doesn't actually have as a primary goal that my kids are never disappointed, never sad and never have their hearts broken. And that's not his goal for you or I either. His goal is actually that we would be holy and that we would know his love and that we would live into his created destiny for us. And so the prayer for my children has changed. And my prayer for you this weekend is this. May God use every circumstance in your life to form you into the woman that he is creating you to be. I am not praying that your life will be easy. I am not praying that your life will be pain-free. I'm not even praying that this weekend won't hit some tender spots and, and that it won't be hard for you. I actually believe this weekend might hit tender spots, but I am praying that God will use every circumstance in your life to form you into the woman that he has created you to be. So, how are we gonna do that this weekend? What's our kind of structure? This looks a little different than other women's retreats. Um, first of all, an invitation for the weekend. I've already kind of mentioned it, but this is your space. This is your place. And there's no rules, you guys, other than wear your masks. There is that rule, okay? Um, if you are in a quiet time and you and God are out on the beach and you're talking about something and you're going and it's time to be back in your small group, it's okay to stay on the beach with God. If it's a solitude time and I told you to go out somewhere with your Bible and talk to God and you and your friend are getting into a really spiritual discussion, it is okay to be in a spiritual discussion with your friend. If we're having a bingo game and you need sleep, go sleep. 
If, if we're, just know that everything that we've put out for you this weekend is an invitation and it's opportunity. It's not a rule or something that you have to abide by. I hope the word that you're hearing is freedom, freedom, freedom to just be what you need to be this weekend, okay? And in light of that, let me tell you some of the structures that we have set up, should you choose to follow the structure that we have set up, okay? First of all, um, just our schedule. So if you've been to other women's retreats, typically we spend a lot of time in these large group times with kind of what we call a keynote speaker. So I'd be up here and I'd be talking for like 45 minutes and I'm not doing that this time around. Um, you don't want me to, I don't want to, we have better things to do with our time, okay? So we're gonna have shorter teaching here with our worship time and I'm gonna set you up to go have some space with God. And after each session, that space with God is going to look different, but we're gonna just do some creative ways, hopefully inspire you to some ways of being with God that maybe will help kind of draw you back into his presence if it's been a dry time lately. And then after your time of solitude, your space for God time will be your small group discussion time. And that'll be a time to get together with the women and just talk about what it is that you and God are processing in this space for God time. Um, what, what are you hearing from him? What scripture passage um, did kind of highlight to you? And we'll talk a little bit more tomorrow morning about how do you even know if you're hearing from God before I send you out? But um, so you're going to have the small group time and then we'll have a meal and do it all over again. We just kind of have some rhythms of that through the day tomorrow and Sunday. When you arrived, you were given a gift of a book called Gorillas of Grace. The reason that you received that is because as I was preparing retreat materials, I was making so many copies out of this book that I decided I probably better just pay for it and give it to you. So this is a book called Prayers for the Battle, and it has been one on my shelf for a lot of years now, and some of these prayers have spoken really, really deeply to me over time. So that's why we wanted to give it to you and have it for you to take home, and you might want during your solitude just to flip through this and see if, if God leads you to one of these prayers to just kind of read through a few times and see what he's speaking to you through that. So that's one of your options is this book. And the other things I want to just kind of point out is you all got, and if you got here late and haven't registered yet, you can register right at those back tables as we leave the meeting to get your name tag and your room keys and your books and stuff, okay? So you'll have this at the end of the meeting tonight. So this little booklet has um, just pages and pages and pages of prayers and scriptures and instructions and ways to do things. There are times that I'll have you open this up and take some notes in it. Um, there are other times that you just can look at it through your... Um, through your quiet time. But as I send you out to solitude each time, I will reference a few of these pages as a suggestion of this might go with what we've been talking about. You can look at those pages and if you're like, nope, you can look at that scripture, you could go to a different scripture, but it's just, it's a reference tool for you. If if sitting quiet, if, if me saying you're gonna have an hour and a half tomorrow morning of solitude to just be with God sends a panic in your heart, like how do I just be with God for 90 minutes? Um, that's what this tool is for giving you some things to read and pray through and just see what God brings to mind as you read and pray through some of this, okay? I do wanna point out, for those of you who have this, if you would um, just open up to the page right behind the Cannon Beach map, it is, um, actually I want you to go two pages farther. I'll show you what it looks like. It is this one with all the words on it. Because you're going to use this in your small group tonight, and I just want to explain it once so that you guys know how to use it, okay? This is what we call a word map. 
And you know when you get to a state park and there's a map and there's a little red dot that says you are here? Okay. A word map is kind of a tool to help you find your red dot for how you're feeling as you come into this weekend. So when you get to your small groups, you're going to kind of look over these words and see which words kind of settle in your spirit or resonate with you or jump off the page, however you want to say that. And then that's something that you're going to talk with your group about tonight. Okay. So I didn't think this through, but now that I've lost you all to the word map, <laughs> how about if you flip back one page? to a prayer that I want to read over us as we start this weekend. If you don't have your booklet yet, it's okay. Uh, you can just listen, okay? Almighty God, in this quiet hour, I seek communion with thee. From the fret and fever of the day's busyness, from the world's discordant noises, from the praise and the blame of men, from the confused thoughts and vain imaginations of my own heart, I would now turn aside and seek the quietness of thy presence. All day long I have toiled and striven, but now in the stillness of heart and the clear light of thine eternity, I would ponder the pattern my life is weaving. I'm going to just be quiet for a minute here. If you want to read through that again, go ahead. If you just want to look at a line, but uh, I'm going to give us a minute to ponder the pattern our life is weaving and what things you need um, to be released from as you approach this weekend. There might be some things you need to release to Jesus and just maybe even hold your hands, palm up, and just acknowledge to him that there are some things that you're releasing to him for this weekend. So, Almighty God, in this quiet hour, we seek communion with you. From the fret and fever of the day's business, from the world's discordant noises, from the praise and blame of men, from the confused thoughts and vain imaginations of my own heart, I would now turn aside and seek the quietness of thy presence. All day long I have toiled and striven, but now, in the stillness of heart and the clear light of thine eternity, I would ponder the pattern my life is weaving. Amen. As Valanda comes back to lead us in a song, I just want to give you two more details. Uh, we're going to be going through 2 Corinthians chapter 4 together this weekend. So if you love to dive into scripture, dive into 2 Corinthians chapter 4. You'll see it there in some of the first pages of your book. When you leave here tonight, it's not to a time of solitude. We're actually going to go straight to small groups. And so I'll be back up to dismiss us to our small groups after the song. deliverance 
So, Father, thanks for a great start. Thanks for all the women who made it. And just pray for your peace and your presence in this place. We commit our way to you, and we long for your spirit to be present among us this weekend. And so we invite you, and we thank you that you are here. In your name, amen. Okay, if you arrived sometime during this session and you haven't checked in yet, you can get your room key and any information back there. Okay? If you... Um, have a question or a need and your life is not in danger, you can use Morgan's phone number. If your life is in danger, please dial 911. And if the ground shakes in Morgan's words, just run somewhere. Just just run somewhere because it's because it's 2020 South. Okay. Yep. Okay. Away from the ocean. For the directionally challenged, away from the ocean. Hey Michael, where's that camera for the virtual people? But kind of the, right up above me? Oh, the TV. I just need to know where to look. Uh, we are glad that you are with us on YouTube Live doing retreat virtually. And I need to apologize because like the prizes, that's just not fair. You should have been able to get a roll of Christmas toilet paper. So I'm really sorry. And the bingo, we just did not think ahead. So if somebody wants to be in charge next year of thinking ahead for us about how we can do a better job of including virtual people, we want to know. Um, virtual, some of you wanted to be a part of a Zoom group. And so now is the time when you're going to follow that Zoom link I sent you this morning or this afternoon and join with Sue Ritchie, your small group leader, um, to have a discussion together. Some of you on virtual opted to do this with solitude and you did not receive a Zoom link. If you've changed your mind, shoot me a quick text and I can get you that Zoom link super fast. Okay. So that's virtual. Now I'm going to dismiss you guys from the room here. Okay. So some of you are in groups with people you didn't know before, and we have you seating together, seated together, seated, seating, seated. That's the word I was looking for. So I'm going to dismiss by group so that you guys can head over together to know where you're meeting. If there's someone in your group who didn't register yet, make sure you grab your room key and stuff on the way over. And by and large, except for a few last minute shifts, your room should be reasonably cl close to where your small group is meeting. So this shouldn't be a cross-campus affair. Okay? So um, Heidi. Can you go take your group and you guys head, and then once they're clear, and then over here, Karen, I know it's just you and Tara right now. Some others showed up later. The prodigal showed up. So Julie and Jennifer, it is good to see you. Make sure you have your room keys and stuff, and then go with Karen and Tara, okay? So Julie and Jennifer, you can go. 
Um, hey, if you're here solitude and you already know this, Sue, Emmy, Marty, feel free to go ahead and head back to your room. Glad you're here. You guys don't forget that there's bingo back in this room at nine o'clock. Okay. Let's see. We got her. So Tammy, do you want to take your group and go ahead and show them where you're meeting? So what is your, what does your tag say? Second floor North Lounge. Uh, the one I showed you to your room today, right? You have to go through that door. It's that lounge back by your bedroom. So show them where it is, okay? Yeah. Okay. Sherry's group. You made it. I'm so glad you're here. Sherry and Angie, your group is over here. So if you could connect with them. Kimberly, can you show them where the meeting space is? You guys are the downstairs group, right? In that dining room, okay? So you guys are set. Okay, let's let these groups clear out. Um, and then we'll get our next wave going. Because I do have something I want to say to those of you who don't have a group leader. So that's kind of what I'm waiting for. Do you have something else? Okay. Okay, Kathy, why don't you take your group and show them where you're meeting? Doesn't matter which way you go. And... Mandy, you can take your group. You guys know what's going on. Okay, this will clear out and then I'll give a tiny bit of instruction. If you guys want to go, you can go or stay, you too. Whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say something really rude, but if you're leaving, leave, please, because there's some people waiting for you to leave, and I want to talk to them. So, see you later. Have a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you for all of you who just like hurried out of here. I appreciate it. Okay, those of you that are still in the room, um, you guys opted to do your discussion with people that you knew, with friends that you signed up to come to retreat with, and I think that's an awesome choice, and I hope you guys have a really, really rich weekend. One, I just wanted to give you a couple thoughts as you head to your groups that I had already kind of coached the small group leaders on. So there's this. Sometimes we feel like sharing, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes there are things that God is doing and we need to hold them close for a little while. And sometimes there are things that God is doing that we really need to verbally process in order to really anchor them in our soul. So as a group, as, as, a, as, a, as friends, would you give each other permission that one time you might be super talkative and the next time you might be super quiet? Um, there's always freedom to pass and say, hey, can I just, can I listen for a little bit? Because I'm whatever it might be. So um, as friends, give each other the grace of being a safe space for as deep or as not deep as someone is ready to go, okay? The second thing I would say is this. This weekend is not a time to fix each other's problems or to give a ton of advice. Because when we answer somebody's heart cry with advice, what we're saying is, I know what you need and just let me fix you. And I, and I have to tell you, from years of practicing that kind of talking to people, it doesn't work. <laughs> we, um, my sister-in-law reminded me today of when Jesus was talking with Nicodemus, and, and Nicodemus was asking about that whole mystery about being born again. 
And he said, um, Jesus said, flesh gives birth to flesh, but spirit gives birth to spirit. And our goal this weekend is not that we would advise each other flesh giving birth to flesh, but that um, that spirit would give birth to his spirit in us. And that's why we're calling it a space for God weekend. So your times together are an extension of the opportunity to listen to God through the verbal processing and response of each other. So absolutely encouragement and, and share, somebody shares something, man, that makes me think of this. And I care about you and pray for one another, but try to stay away from trying to fix each other. Allow each other to sit with where you're at and be praying that Holy Spirit would be bringing the wind of his spirit, that spirit could give birth to spirit over the weekend. Does that make sense? Okay, so you guys by and large are meeting in your rooms um, where you don't have to wear masks. <laughs> so, and most of you came and you're already in each other's bubbles, so I get that. Um, so you, from here on out, it would be good if you kept sitting in the places where you're sitting. If you hate where you're sitting, I'm serious, talk to me. Maybe two groups will talk to me, I could trade you. Um, it was that awkwardness, but we just kind of had to find a way to get everybody in their spot. So, um, super glad you're here and now you're free to go and don't forget bingo at nine, okay?